Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Well, come on, man. You know I am. I'm always ready, buddy. <laughs> always ready. Always ready. To bring on the weird. Nothing else. I'm ready. There was a little discussion before <laughs> we hit record. I'm ready for anything. Uh-oh. Exit only. <laughs> Unless you pay the toll. <laughs> then we'll talk. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a negotiation. This is what the Patreons want to hear, or the patrons, not the Patreons. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they kept calling them Patreons. And I'm like, yeah, you're killing me, dude. They're not Patreons. Yeah, that's the people that will call Kevin McAllister home alone. <laughs> you ever grow up with those kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, yeah. Like, stop it. They're not Patreons. They're patrons. My favorite part was when Home Alone put the, the tarantula on a guy. What? <laughs> you can call him Macaulay, or you can call him Kevin, but he's not home alone. I mean, he was home alone, I guess, yeah. But that's not his name. Home alone, that's an adjective, in that sense. Just trying to figure that out. Whew. I gotta be honest with you. My kids are fucked this year, because I don't know what a noun, pronoun, <laughs> prejudice, uh, <Prejudice. laughs> yeah, <laughs> proverb, I don't know any of those. Proverb. Yeah. What's an adjective? Person, place, or thing? <laughs> no. See? Nope. I told you. They're fucked. A proverb is the opposite of uh, a noob verb. Mm. Right? I think so, Nothing. yeah. 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 <laughs> a proverb is the opposite of a converb. You got pros and cons. You got a proverb <laughs> and you got... A converb. That's right. <clears throat> See, the... It's... A proverb is a, is action, and a converb is the inaction. No, yeah. No, you. Uh, you know what? You're probably right. I'm going to assume you're right because I don't know. I have no clue. There's no converb. There's converse. There's <clears throat> converse. No, I meant converse. The sneaker. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> there also is a con converse, which is what you and I are doing right now. Right. It's not conversating. See, I used. I made that mistake before. It's not conversating. It's converse. Conversing. We're conversitating. Conversitating. About converbs. None of this exists. Welcome to English. <laughs> <laughs> English is fucking weird. It is. You want to do an episode about that? Is that what this episode's about? That's not what this one is about, but maybe we should well, sometime. The English language feels like the end of the world. To some people, yeah. I guess if you're learning it. How many theirs are, how, come on, 
How many theirs can they be? Can all they, of them? Can they be? See, I can't even. I can't even speak it, and I am English. <laughs> I'm American. American English. It's a little different. It's uh, it's far cry from Cockney. What it is? Cockney. Hmm. You don't know. You don't know what you're gonna get when you're at speaking Cockney. Mine doesn't reach my knee. <laughs> <laughs> Two feet below the knees. Look, we're not even five minutes in. Dick jokes. Come on. Everywhere. They knew it. <laughs> the only way they don't get that is if you do one by yourself. Then that's masturbation. Oh. Another dick joke. <laughs> what are we doing? How? My God. Uh, it's the end of the world, man. You know what I like to do when the world is ending? Dick jokes. I like to drink a beer. Oh. Fantastic. What are you drinking? Well, tonight, sir, I'm having a dogfish head... I'm feeling a little fallish. A pumpkin ale. And I think I've had this before. I think I had it last year. And I was so excited when I saw it because I was like, wow, I don't remember having that. And then I got home. I read the name. I said, motherfucker, I had that thing before. And I don't like it that much. Dude, I'm telling you, you got to mix it with something else. I'm not doing that, you fucking mad scientist. I'm not doing it. Beer mixing. Dude, beer mixing. No. It doesn't have to be a it doesn't have to be a liquor, it could be another beer. What would I mix a pumpkin ale with? What goes with pumpkin pie? Ice cream. <laughs> no, that's apple. Okay. Pie. All right. All right. We can go with that. A vanilla vanilla, vanilla yep. mix it with vanilla Jim Bean. <laughs> How about <laughs> that? Yes. All right. I'm on board. I was gonna suggest it, but I wanted you to suggest it. Tell me you're having that tonight. No. Damn I'm it. Not. Damn it. Close. Close. Yeah, you're half right. What are you having? But we're still, dude. It's still summer. Okay. I'm hanging on to summer. Yeah. I'm having peach gin beam. Mm. A fist of it, as a matter of fact, in my new glass. New glass. Mm-hmm. I just got it over the weekend. We went to State College and just roamed around, watch all the people put their medical masks on, and I got a Penn State whiskey glass. Yeah. Well, you don't like. I bet it makes the whiskey taste like shit, right? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) My wife would cut you right through the screen. I I know. I'm glad she's not here. (laughs) She's probably sprinting here right now. You guys live four hours away by car, and she's probably sprinting here right now with a machete in her hand to kill me. Roughly 200 miles. That's, uh, That's by way of car if you're following all the roadways. Okay, here we go. I'm segueing, baby. Oh. Come with me. Come with me. I was about to do it, too. I was about to do it, too, but go ahead. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you were going to do it, but I know how I was going to do it. Right. You want to do it? No, you do it. That's 200 miles by roadway following all the, the road signs. Mm-hmm. But if you go 240 miles as the crow flies, and I looked it up, it's just about from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia. It's a... If you go, I did it on Google Earth. So, center of Pittsburgh to center of Philadelphia is 256 miles. Knock 16 miles off of that, which is what? West Philadelphia? Born born and raised. raised. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That is only one corner of the cubic miles of magma that could come out of the supervolcano that lives in... At Yellowstone. Son of a bitch. Why do we live in this country? Cube. Q 
cubic mile. That means that is one corner. Take a square. Take mm-hmm. a cube. That's just one of the one corners. So it goes from Pittsburgh to Philly. Not quite. And I would assume Pittsburgh to... I didn't go down. So it's below Charleston, West Virginia, if you go directly south, because it's a straight line. If we were to put it in a straight line, 240 cubic miles, that's Philly to Richmond, Virginia. Pittsburgh to what's below West Virginia. The the Florida. very western. South America. So far. It's a little far. Oh. That's a lot of lava. That's, oh. You know what? We may as well just quit now. <laughs> just give up. Just stick your head between your knees and kiss your dick goodbye. Whoa, that's a long dick. Well, you can't. It's harder to kiss your ass, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> but if that much lava, 240 cubic miles, that's Philly to Pit, or Pittsburgh to Philly, Philly to, say, Richmond, Virginia, and then over to where that corner meets is probably the far western part of where Virginia meets West Virginia. We'll call it that. That's a big old cube. And then that sure. goes up. That then goes up 240 miles. That's a whole lot of lava. Are you telling me if Yellowstone erupts, magma is coming way the fuck over here? Or are you, are you just... No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm just drawing you a big cubic picture. Uh, okay, yeah. That's what I thought. I was just making sure. And that is... I try to do it on the West Coast, too. It's uh, L.A. That's the middle of California. Messing it up. How do they go? What's the southern city on the bottom? The San Diego, San Francisco, L.A. San Francisco is the one in the middle. Seattle. <laughs> Tallahassee? <laughs> I'm confused. Kansas City? F- Florida man is not coming <laughs> to this party. <laughs> Whoa, where the bad salt's at? Uh, he, so we got L.A. at the most southern part. Oh, no, San Diego is the most southern part. Then we got L.A. That's a little north of... San Diego, and then about the middle of north-south from the northernmost to the southernmost of California is San Francisco, and it's about three-quarters of the way as a crow flies, straight line, no roads, San Francisco to L.A. is 240 miles. Then you go out, and it's San Francisco, and I think it's just beyond Reno. That's 240 miles. So put a cube there. Yikes. So it'll go from the coast. It'll go from the west coast into Nevada. Not quite to LA, or not quite to Las Vegas, I think. That's how big that square, cubic miles of magma would come. It'd be lava coming out. When it's out of the ground, it's lava, right? Yeah. And when it's in there, it's magma. Yeah. But this all lives in the Yellowstone caldera. Is that how you pronounce it? Is that how you want to pronounce it tonight? Caldera. Caldera. That's what I've always okay. heard, yeah. There's also a town in uh, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind called Caldera. And it was right next to a volcano. How about that? Cash me outside. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now it's the end well, of the world. You said it. Well, we'll explain like how devastating it will be. Let me explain to you what exactly a super volcano is. Yes, please. So it's... It's different than an eruption from a a normal volcano. A normal volcano builds pressure up right underneath of it, and then it has basically a sealed cap. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, you you shake a bottle of champagne enough, you pop the cap, and it blows out. Oh, yeah. That's a normal volcano. But a super volcano is triggered by the Earth's crust 
up, you know, the crust above, which is it's unstable because the super volcano has a huge, huge pool of magma underneath. So, yeah, it, you know, I mean, it's like a waterbed, I guess, sort of. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, how, how about this? If you take like a two liter or even a three liter bottle, and that's where all the magma lives in that bottle, and if you if you run a piece of carpet over that, I mean, it's in a, it's mostly stable, but if you run a piece of carpet over that, and then if you shake that bottle up enough while that piece of carpet's running over it, you get a thin layer of carpet, and that soda is getting a little angry down there. Yeah. It, you like that? You like that one? Yeah. Yeah. So you got a huge pool of magma. The crust is, you know, it, it's pretty solid. But once it starts to build up pressure, the crust is like, oh, shit. So it starts moving around like a waterbed. You know what I mean? It starts to swell. Mm -hmm. You get cracks. And then you get a fucking explosion from hell, dude. It, yeah, if it, it's just, it's got to be the exact right trigger for this to happen. It doesn't come out of one port, such as bottle of soda. It yeah. It it's like a pie. You know what I mean? And it blows the top off of off of the fucking pie. Like um a lattice like a lattice pie. Yeah. It just fucking boom. Humongous. And you think that sounds bad. That's mm -hmm. not even the worst part. That's all coming out one time, and, and everybody's going to get hurt over that, or a lot of people are going to get hurt over that. So where that caldera, caldera, sets in Yellowstone, Billings, Montana, Idaho Falls, Bozeman, Montana, uh, Pocatello, Idaho? Sorry, guys. Sure. I don't know how to pronounce that one. <laughs> Buried in lava. Y yeah. It, it's going to be devastating. But before that even happens... Because, you know, lava's sort of slow. You're like, you can outrun lava, right? If it's just lava, sure. But you cannot outrun a pyroclastic flow. Uh-oh. You know what that is? Before you get into that, when you, when you said you can outrun lava because it moves so slow, it reminded me of that scene in, I'm pretty sure it was the first Austin Powers movie, where the security guard or whatever was running down the hall, and Austin Powers was in the... Uh, the steamroller. Oh, yeah. And for like a, a minute and a half, the dude's just like, ah, ah, and he's just, <laughs> he, move, move, go, get out of the, you know what? Never mind. Ah. <laughs> they did that on uh, South Park, too, where they were doing like Tebowing and Faith Hilling and all that. And then there was a guy doing, you know, how you, like, planking and the mannequin challenge and all that. But they were doing T-bowing. And the guy was, you know, he's kneeling with his fucking forehead, you know, like the thinker statue. And then uh, there was, Okay. <laughs> now, see, I I don't know what T-bowing is. The thinker, thinker statue. Hi. I'm a little bit of a nerd. Yeah? Oh. <laughs> go, yeah, no, go on. I thought you were going more. <laughs> So, but they were like, like he was doing it on the train tracks, and there was a super slow train coming. And he was like, "Oh God, no! Take the picture, no!" And the guy was like, "Oh my God!" And the train was going so slow. Like, there's plenty of time for him to get off the tracks, and just got 
blown up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So anyway, the pyroclastic... Pyroclastic. Pyroclastic yes, flow. Now, <laughs> this shit... This is more... I, I didn't even know about this until I started re- researching about this. Pyroclasticism. This is fucking scary. Ooh, very good. It happens immediately after the eruption. And it, it's just as deadly or more deadly than the eruption itself. Okay. It is an ash cloud that flows... Oh, what'd you say? Ash. Oh, I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a fart. Not an ash cloud. <laughs> it's an ash cloud that it, it flows down the sides of the volcano in speeds of up to 450 miles an hour, dude. Ooh, that's a little fast. You're not going to run that one. It's basically an avalanche of rock, ash, and hot hot gases. It's just... It's almost instant. Like, if you're at the base of, of a hill that's exploding, it's almost instant. You're just... it's The whole valley is done. You're done. Everything. Every living thing is done. Because temperatures can reach over 1,600 degrees Fahrenheit. If the debris doesn't get you... The heat's just going to melt you. Yeah. I mean, you got to think. We're, what, 70% water, 80% water? At yes. That, at that temperature, everything just boils. You know what I mean? <laughs> everything boils off. You're just, you're completely fucked. Done. So I watched videos of a pyroclastic flow, and it ba- <laughs> essentially, it's a shock wave. Oh. You know, you see a bomb okay. go off. You see a bomb go off. Now, it's, yeah, it's a fucking shock wave that goes. It's three hundred. It goes in all directions. A shock wave of fluid rock and solid rock. So it's like partially melted, partially not. Super, super hot gas and ash. It's a literal cloud of death rushing out in all directions. That listen to this. It could reach my house which is 1,800 miles away in just four fucking hours. Oh. To, let me well, put it in perspective. If I were to drive that, it would take me 31 hours to drive. You're talking about from where you are to Yellowstone. Yes. So if I were to drive from here to Yellowstone, 31 hours. If that fucker exploded, that cloud... If it if it went this far, it probably would not go this far. But if it went this far, it could get here in four fucking hours. That's how fast this thing is going. Holy crap. That's a lot of stuff. It, it's insane. So during the, the eruption, the pyroclastic flow or whatever you call it. Yeah. It would instantly turn into lava once it touches the ground. So it's spreading out and then all the shit touching the ground then you got boom instant lava just fire it it's all hitting the ground and turning whatever it touches into fucking lava <laughs> just f- fire everywhere yeah it's fucking scary so you have that right yep all that shit's pretty scary then you have the volcanic winter that would happen Oh man, that's the the post scary shit. Cause all that ash will it'll come out of there and then it'll be 
so much ash at one time coming out of that one spot, stuff surrounding that area will be covered in so much ash that buildings will collapse. And then with the jet stream, it just moves east. And one thing I read or heard was it'll still be centimeters, maybe a couple inches deep, all the way to the east coast of the U.S. Yeah. And it, it doesn't stop there. It's it's just that from from Wyoming east, even you know up into Canada, however the jet stream wants to blow that day, everything is going to be covered in this ash and stuff for miles and miles from, from the epicenter of it is going to be so devastating that they're not going to be able to do anything. But even when you get to the coast, it's going to hinder travel. Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia area, and and New England area, they know how to deal with snow. You know, you just push push, uh, the trucks with all the blades up and down the road a couple of times. The snow's gone. You hit it with some salt, and then, then you're okay might take a couple of days to get everything all right after even a foot of snow but even a few inches of ash i don't i don't think anybody is prepared for that yeah i think i read up to 500 miles away you get three foot of ash 500 miles three foot of ash so you gotta think if anybody has a charcoal grill you know if your ash pan or whatever builds up that fucking thing is heavy it gets heavy oh yeah it's super super dense right Mm -hmm. so basically it within 500 miles of yellowstone erupting you can't do anything no that's going to bring you into that's almost the entire width i'm pretty sure that is the entire width of wyoming plus it's going to get you from yellowstone which is the northwest corner of wyoming to Rapid City, South Dakota. That you, much ash. You can't plow that. No, you don't just push that out of the way. Because that's going to crush your car. Yeah. It's going to crush vehicles. It's going to crush buildings. Yeah. If this did happen, it would be a a, an gl- a global climactic nightmare. Well, so the the super volcano, the, the column that can shoot out of it, it'll shoot... 15 miles into the air holy crap dude yeah that's crazy and then that's where it get it gets picked up by the wind oh man that means if there are if this happens and there's no warning which there's there probably should be quite a bit of warning before this thing just goes full nuclear uh several times more than nuclear actually any planes in the area toast oh yeah 15 miles into the air, you figure a plane flies, what, 36,000 feet? 5,280 is a mile. So if you go 5,280, so if you go 36 miles, then that is six miles up. At six to eight miles up, your pilot will be like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're cruising at a height of 41,800 feet. And the event that this flight becomes a cruise, your seats will become flotation devices. Uh, what are we going to do about lava? <laughs> lava? Boop. Co-pilot. What in the hell? Oh, fuck. What is that? Look out the left window. No. <laughs> it's over, man. It's over. It's fucking scary. 
15 miles just 15 miles that's half the height or no no my dog that's double the height of what planes fly planes don't really go i don't think like regular commercial flights go beyond 41 45,000 mi- feet in the air mm-hmm. it just that's just not where they fly other planes will go up there, but not commercial flights. So any commercial flights flying through basically in the entirety of Wyoming, toast. Almost the entirety of Montana, South Dakota, Nebraska, toast. Well, would they? You want to fight? It'll be a column. A column? Like, so, well, you you already said it's it's a pie shape. Or, well, not a pie that's, shape. that's the pyroclastic... Uh... Uh, oh my god, I already forgot. <laughs> so either the pilot, when the pilot sees this massive cloud, all of a sudden he just hits this crazy fog bank. All right, let's go down the scenario. Well, the pilot the, is flying. Okay, go ahead. So think of it like a uh, a nuke. So you have the column that goes up, and then you have mm. the shock wave and shit that goes along the bottom. Shockwave is radial, so that's a sphere of shockwave. So wherever that's at, well, even that's going to be some serious turbulence, baby. I don't. I don't think this is radial. I think it's it goes down all sides of the volcano, but it doesn't go okay. up. It it doesn't create a dome. It's like a donut. A shitty ass super volcano explosion, then. Bitch ass super volcanoes. <laughs> so. <laughs> If this ash, if it happens, and this ash gets up into the fucking atmosphere, it shields out the sun, thus causing the planet to cool down by nearly 10 degrees, from what I read. I don't know. It doesn't sound like much, right? On a, on a normal day, if I get up and it's like, you know, here lately, it's been like just under 60 degrees out, Okay. 58, 59, let's just call it 60. Keep everything even. It Right now, since I've been living in 90 degrees, 80, 90 degrees, 60, plus or minus 5, feels cold. Well, think 30, everything's yeah. frozen. 40, you're good. <laughs> yeah, it's, still, it's, it's a bit cold. You could probably, you could ultimately get used to that. You know, put on like a, a thick flannel. You'd be fine at 40. Yeah. But the problem is the North and South Poles, where you're going to start getting a lot more ice, which reflects more sun. So that's another issue. Maybe we should take a break. Let people reflect on this for a couple of seconds. It's where we're going to get more sun, more ice in the poles after this super mega explosion of this giant volcano. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ooh, do you feel that? It's getting a little cold out. I'm chilly. 
<laughs> you said you said the magic word, chili. You put beans in your fuck yeah, I do. You put beans in your chili. You're damn right. I'm gonna poo for three days after I have chili. Ugh. I mean, uh, you fucking cracker. <laughs> Only white people do that. <laughs> I put beans in my chili too. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but does your wife want beans in her chili? No, my wife will not eat chili. What? She well, she said she might without the beans. So uh, what I, I haven't told her yet is my buddy just killed a deer, and I'm gonna make some deer chili without beans, Ooh. and uh, I'm not gonna tell her it's deer. So I'm gonna see how she how she does. She doesn't listen to this anyway. She thinks we're idiots. So unless we talk about somebody murdering somebody else, which yeah. is super awesome, right? Yeah, true crime. That's some. We're not talking about somebody else murdering somebody else. We're talking about the entire planet murdering a whole bunch of people. Oh, shit, yeah. Because the planet, she is a jealous bitch. She's a you murderous know? bitch. You know what? I think she's mad because we're looking at Mars. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh-oh. Hey, hey, hey. If we ever if we ever go to Mars, that's when it happens. Earth, Earth's going to get mad. Yeah. I was good with you looking at her, but when you actually went over to her, <laughs> mm-mm. <laughs> Dead. Look what I did now. So, the fucking, <laughs> the ash <laughs> just fucks everything up. The cooling of the planet, you can't grow p- crops right. The fucking, the ocean's all fucked up. You, you know, just everything is screwed up. Just 10 degrees. That's a Big problem. 10 degrees messes so much up. Ash laying on everything. Lash laying on three quarters of the United States. Look, we're Americans. Americans, you know, we pride ourselves on America. If three quarters of the United States shut down, things are going to be messed up. Yeah, no kidding. So you you don't only have that, but we would all have to... Walk around with masks. Oh, what the fuck, mask? Uh, oh no! Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, it's Corona Land again. Yeah, not just because of coronavirus, because the dust that's in the fucking air—it's actually like little tiny fucking rock that's been blasted into these like glass-like shards because of the fucking heat, the heat and the pressure and all that shit it went through. It's it's like fiberglass. It melts it together. This is a global climactic condition. It's not, it's not just going to be one big event. China's not going to feel it day zero or day one. It might take China a minute to feel it, but they're definitely going to feel the effects of it. Even California, like the beautiful beaches of South California. Gone. No. Gone. You're going to have to get used to 40-degree waters in the ocean. Maybe. I don't know. That's not, I'm not a scientist or geologist or anything on me. Yeah, you're something, dude. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem, man. (laughs) The effects of this, if Yellowstone were to blow, the effects of this would last years, if not decades. Yeah, dude. This almost immediately, it wouldn't take long at all. It didn't matter when it happened. It wouldn't take long at all to feel like winter. Yeah. 
sun's blotted out for so long. It's just ash just running through the skies. Is that where acid rain comes from? Is this sulfuric ash? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I mean, you're you're going to get acid rain from this. It's going to be bad. Like, when I was... I think we talked about this not too many episodes ago, but acid rain scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Like, oh my god, acid it's gonna it's gonna burn right through my skin. Yeah, uh, I can't go outside when it's raining. It was horrifying. You like burn, is that burned to the bone? Is that water rain or is that acid rain? I don't know. It's not green. <laughs> I assume it's water rain. I assume acid rain is green. Yeah, that's that's kid thoughts. Yeah. Oh my god, it's coming. Horrifying. <laughs> Didn't they make a Netflix series of it? It's just called Rain? Oh, I don't know. Did they? Maybe. Just don't go outside when it's raining because you're going to die. Don't look at anything when you go outside because you're going to die. That's Bird Box. Don't go outside or you're going to die. going to die. Stay in your basement because if you even go up to the main floor, you're going to die. If you only have a fridge upstairs in the main floor, you're going to die. So, okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's say <laughs> old man Farmer Jones out in the middle of Cheyenne, Wyoming. Not in the middle. He's outside of what? He's out of Cheyenne. Okay. A little bit outside. It takes him about, I don't know, 45 minutes to get to a grocery store. He's outside of Cheyenne. He's got a bunker. Okay. Okay. And he's like, hmm, those, uh, ooh, that, was, that was loud over there. I'm going to. I better go to my bunker now. He goes over there. Suddenly, lava just goes. It destroys his house, and it's over his whole bunker. He's not getting any fresh air, for one. He's not going to be able to open his bunker door. So, unless he has some sort of ventilation system that can filter the air and refresh the air, dude's going to die. But beyond that, if he survives, dude is going to be under... A bunch of solid rock for a long time. That's a great point. I never thought of that. If you survive, you know, the blasts and all that, and then you're like, you know what? Let me get in my bunker. You better hope that your fucking vent pipe is super fucking high. Yeah, dude. Because you don't know what the hell is going to happen. No. Vent pipe super high. You think the vent pipe is going to surge? survive lava flow well i mean lava flow no not lava but ash maybe okay sure if it's uh somehow you've made it so that it punches out the side of a hill in such a way that it's the opposite side of where the wind blows well what i mean what if it's just a stack oh you're toast you're just bre- you what was the point what was the point in the bunker no. you're just breathing it in anyway <laughs> a stack with like a cover on it a filter no, not a filter. Um, like an overhang. One of those, and, one of those you know, spinny jobs? So it goes up, and then the overhang kind of hangs over, so air can come up and in, but ash can't. You know what I mean? But I guess ash is so light, it probably would. Okay, well, we'll build the scenario that he is still getting, they are still getting fresh air beyond the ash, beyond the lava flow. But there's no way to open that bunker door. You're down there for quite some time. It's going to be a while till you get out. Yeah. But I guess if the lava has gone that far, it's going to 
it's going to knock out your uh, your air stack anyhow. So I guess that's a moot point. I mean, eventually you got to kill and eat your wife. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. No, I, I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. I didn't Cannibalism. Cannibalism. That's illegal, I think. In most states. Most states. That's scary. Okay. Most should be all. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, <laughs> but that's not the case. I wonder what states it's legal in. Uh, that's for that's for another. That's yeah. For another <laughs> uh, what do you know about the VEI scale? I know nothing about that. Oh, okay, great. The volcanic explosivity index. You know how the the Richter scale works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These bozos, a few hundred years ago, maybe it wasn't that long ago, they come up with uh, the VEI scale, the Volcanic Explosivity Index. And some of the, let's see here. I'm trying to figure out if there was recent ones. Like on a zero scale in, here we go, 2017 was the most recent one. And the zero scale, the Python de la Fornice, uh area had a volcano that was in Hawaii 2017 2006 in Raul Island that was uh, number one on the VEI scale in is this even a country this is it's not a country Strombolian <laughs> <laughs> is it near Italy uh, n- no I think it's Hawaiian <laughs> it's right next to Lasagnaville <laughs> What the fuck, dude? <laughs> hey, what the fuck? I'm a rigatonian. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Strombolian. Yeah, do we want you want ham and your Strombolian? <laughs> right, heat it up. <laughs> a Strombolian eruption is a type of volcanic eruption with a re- relatively mild blast having a volcanic explosivity index of about one to three. Strombolian eruptions. It's when you first... <laughs> I could not stop laughing. It's when you first bite into it. It's like a hot pocket, but on a greater scale. It burns the fuck out of the roof of your mouth, man. But when you get to the middle, ice cold. <laughs> That's if you microwave it. Don't microwave your strombolis. No. You can't reheat a stromboli. It's impossible. You eat it fresh or you throw it the fuck out. You'll never reheat it properly. You don't put it in the oven? It'll it'll never be right. It'll never be right. Uh. <laughs> Strombolian eruption. It's not real, is it? I don't know. Wakari was in 2019. Uh, number three on the VEI scale was in Anak Krakatoa. That was Vesuvius, right? Number three. Hmm. Mm. I think Krakatoa is Mount Vesuvius, right? Vesuvius was a five. Well, okay, let's see. Krakatoa is in the is around Indonesia, right? An island in Caldera in the Suda Strait between the islands of Java and the Sumatra in the Indonesian province of Lampung. Lampung. Vesuvius? No, dude. Krakatoa. How thick do you drunk I am? <laughs> <laughs> 
for the most recent number four on the VI scale was uh, Calabuco. It was in 15. And that was in Laos. Oh, I thought you were asking me. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> number five. Yes, one of the most famous ones that we know is Vesuvius. That was in 79 AD. So v- Vesuvius, that's in all the textbooks, volcanoes, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. That tore up a lot of stuff, and there's, you know, they're still digging people out of there. Mm-hmm. And that was a number five. That was in the year 79. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a little while ago. Yeah. The most recent number five was in, I don't even bother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Renko Province, Chile, South America. Okay, it was down there. See, we brought it back around. We were talking about Chile earlier. Here we go. <laughs> Where's the turkey? You know what I mean? Because I'm hungry. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's Midwest. West? That's Mid East. I want a hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> Hungary. Uh, the most recent number six was in Pinatubo, and that was in that was Mount Pinatubo in central Luzon, Philippines. Things are escalating. It's escalating. Number seven on the VEI number seven, the most recent, was the year 1815. The world was pretty established, you know, fairly established as we know it in 1815. 1776, America got rolling, and... You know, 1865 was the Civil War, so right in the middle of that, America was kind of doing their thing. Lincoln just freed the slaves. But a VI scale volcano in 1815, Tambora. What do you know about that one? Nothing. Okay, good. All right, I'll find out. I'll do all the work. <laughs> it was the most powerful volcanic eruption in human history. I mean, it's not modern. In any sense of the word, but it was, in human history, that was fairly recent. It was a number eight on the VEI scale. What is the max, 10? Or that was a number seven, sorry. Eight is the max. Oh, okay. And Yellowstone, the area that we're talking about, that exploded. So this is the year 2000 AD-ish. But that exploded with a VEI scale that they've determined... With all the evidence that geologists have collected in 630,000 BC. So 2020 minus 630,000. So uh, 632,000 years ago, give or take. Yeah, not, I mean, not that long ago. Not that long. <laughs> no, it's your parents were still riding dinosaurs. My parents were still riding. What was the school bus? A dinosaur? <laughs> I rode a pterodactyl to school. Shut up. <laughs> but Tambora was one of the most recent, most famous, or, uh, not necessarily in that order, but that actually changed the climate of the earth when Tambora exploded in 1850. <laughs> this thing was a VI-7. Uh, it happened in Indonesia. We're, we're just going to have to get, in, get rid of Indonesia. They just keep producing these volcanoes. Yeah, what are you guys doing over there? Stop it. Come on. Get some help. (laughs) Talk to somebody. 
It's not these volcanoes are not necessary. No, I mean put a cork in them. Uh oh, that might be more dangerous. Yeah, it might be. The whole world exploses <laughs> or exploses. Yeah, explodes. <laughs> It was the most powerful volcanic eruption in human history with a volcanic explosivity index of seven. It is the most recently known VI7 event and the only unambiguously confirmed. See, everything else is kind of speculation. Like, okay, yeah, we, we're seeing all this lava flow. We're seeing all this ash all over the place. So we can speculate that it was a VI8 or this one was also a seven or what have you. But this one... This was in, you know, fairly recent recorded human history, 1815. It wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't that terribly long ago. 200 years? <sighs> 205 years? Yeah. I mean, we should mention that they've never actually seen a super volcano erupt. Right. So all this super volcano stuff is all speculation? Yeah. They just uh, they just assume that when a super volcano goes, that it's going to cause this destruction. Well, I mean, 1815, it wasn't terribly long ago in human history. When Yellowstone exploded last, it was, you know, 632, 640,000 years ago. So they're, they can take a wild-ass guess, but that... And and that much time, six hundred forty thousand years. That's a whole lot of tectonic moving. So there's just this pocket of magma ready to go, and all this land is kind of shifting over it. Just the crust of the Earth is just kind of shifting over it. Well, what was that video you sent me? It said like the way it's moving, that now the magma has shifted under the Rockies. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know where this the San Andreas Fault is basically Eastern California. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So if you're looking at that that map, then the Rockies are Colorado. Just use all the grains of salt you can. So I, what I'm assuming is <clears throat> the San Andreas Fault, where California is, that's moving. I could be totally wrong, and I don't want to be wrong. But if it's moving towards the Rockies, the <laughs> the Rockies are in the in Colorado. So the San Andreas Fault, that means where California is, that's sliding south. And then everything east of California is sliding north. Sound good to you? Yep. Because Colorado is south of Wyoming. Sure. So if that tectonic plate is sliding north and wherever else it's sliding, that means the caldera the caldera at yellowstone is slowly moving towards the rockies which are in colorado so that means it's going to have more there's going to be less it's going to be less able to explode over through the rockies because there's going to be more material above it right so they're thinking in even another millennia 900 940,000 years not quite a not quite a million years then then we could get a serious interruption in there. Right now, it's probably not going to happen. Well, I mean, it's kind of strange because isn't it supposed to happen every so often and we're way, way beyond its eruption? Yellowstone? I believe so, right? They have it sort of 
I don't know if it's geological or what, but they have it erupting every so often, and we're way beyond its next eruption. I don't know. Probably. Am I, think, am I thinking of an asteroid? I don't know what I'm... <laughs> I, I think it's this. The super volcano erupting? Um, or maybe I'm thinking of extinction-level events. There's been a whole... Yeah, extinction-level events... We're way We're beyond. Probably, probably. But why? Lock her down, baby. But why? Why are Why are we beyond? Yeah. Like stitching level. It It happens. It like almost like clockwork. Well, if this one happened in 1815, the most recent super volcano, and that put the world into a a lesser ice age, not quite too much, and we have been recording history for nearly well around two millennia 2020 we're in 2020 so mm-hmm. you know however we started that date it's been at least two thousand years you think it's going to take it's only been two thousand years since people well the extinction level event was millennia ago six hundred forty thousand years ago when was when the last extinction level event and that was when there was so many people humans as we know them wiped out that there was only, well, there's 7 billion people now. There was only a few thousand left to repopulate the Earth 640,000 years ago. <laughs> How many dudes were like, fuck yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do this. It's time, baby. It's yep. time. I can do it. I'm going <laughs> to go to my bunker now. I'm going to wait. Yep. It's time. I'm just laying back on the bed. You guys come <laughs> to me, huh? <laughs> We got to repopulate. That's probably not something you should just wait for. Still might take a minute. A minute? That's a a long time. It's a long minute. Yeah, I can do it in like 20 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to repopulate everything. Come on. give me. I'm going to do it in in a couple minutes. You give me 20, I'm going to do it again in a couple minutes. I'd be the fastest Disney Disney ride ever. (laughs) That line would just be flying. (laughs) (laughs) The turnover rate would be so high. (laughs) We can rebuild the world. Is that an Aladdin song? I'll show you the world. Let's rebuild the world. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. He puts her on the flying, the magic carpet. I don't know the song, but I know what you're talking about. The shag carpet. Shag? No. Come on. We're back to Austin Powers already. We're shagging. Oh. On the, it's a shag oh. carpet. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of them. They're just laid out. It's a, it's an assembly line. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I don't even know where it was. You were there. The plant the planet was the planet's messed up. It's very very unlikely that Yellowstone's going to explode with a super volcano in the next millennium. But we still need we don't need we it's something to think about. Well, the thing I read said a super volcano is super hard to predict because they can't really judge it based on a normal volcano where they yeah, can like kind of a- check the pressure or whatever on a normal volcano. A super volcano, you don't really know until the ground starts to fucking swell. Right. And, like once the ground starts to swell, it's like, fuck. Like if you see it swelling, you're dead. 
And if, you know, you call everybody, hey, the ground is swelling, you're going to die too. Like, it, it's just, it's too Oh my late. God, the super... Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's too late. Like, if I look up and I see a fucking asteroid about to hit Earth, it's too late. Yeah, it's it, you're, it's over. And there has been thoughts of relieving the pressure. Yeah. Uh, you got into that too? Well, I, I mean, I've heard about it before. Even NASA thought about, like, you know, this is... Mm, let's think about this, ladies and gentlemen, because there's a lot going on down there. And if things start to, if one thing goes off, then it's going to be a cascading effect mm-hmm. that this is going to go off and that's going to go off. Like like you said, the lattice pie. Mm-hmm. That one's going to go, that one's going to go, that one's going to go, and it's just going to be this massive thing happening in in uh, phases. Yeah. J- or just in uh, succession. So one thought is to drill holes or some somehow relieve pressure in a different part so that the main thing doesn't go off. So if you put, if you relieve pressure, you know, a release valve. If you put a release valve in one side, then you're going to relieve the pressure on the on the big problem, and then you, you won't have a big problem. You'll just have a small problem over here. But then yeah. others are like, guys, don't do it. Because if you start relieving pressure, then a whole lot of pressure is coming with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of see both sides where they're like, you know what? Let's not let it build up too much pressure. Let's relieve some and in small bits, and then you don't have yeah, I, the the fucking huge cataclysm that could ensue. That makes sense. Yeah, and then other people are like, don't fucking poke the bear. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, it hasn't gone off yet. Maybe it's not going to. Maybe it's finding, you know, maybe it's it found other caverns underneath. Maybe it's, but yeah. don't fuck with it. it. It hasn't gone off. Leave it alone. Don't poke that fucking bear. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, you know, one person's word against another. Don't Don't play with it or it's going to explode. No, we need to play with it so that it explodes a little bit. How many times are you going to say that? Yeah, you keep talking about play with it, it's going to explode. <laughs> if you play with it a little bit, <laughs> if you keep playing with it, it's going to explode. Yes. You just need to play with it a little bit. Just yeah, a just, little. You know, just edge it a little bit, you know? <laughs> but then if you do that, if you if you edge it, then you get a huge explosion. That's a problem. Uh, real, real potential. Real potential. Because right now it's that all that lava down there is just it's just hanging out. It's fine. It's good. But if you start agitating it, it's not gonna be happy. If it starts getting a place where it can relieve the pressure, it's gonna relieve all the pressure. So it's almost like they have to hit it from multiple sides at the same time. And that 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 just drives people insane with pain for this kind of thing. I say they hit it on the northern side, shoot all that shit to Canada, fuck it. God bless America. You know, we're good. Well, they'll be singing a sad song. Oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> Manitoba would be covered in a shower of lava. Yikes. 
I'm just kidding. I love Canada. I wouldn't say that. Do you? Do you? Where have, well, you, where have I mean, you been in Canada? Well, I mean, I've seen it on pictures and stuff. On the map. Have you, have you been to Niagara Falls? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, actually, I haven't. Have you? Yes, I have. Really? Yeah. Our side or their side? Their side. Yeah. That's the best side I heard. That's the best side. Do you want to go over it in the barrel? I would think about it. Just think about it real hard and then just not. No, if I thought about it real hard, I would say, yeah, I could do this. <laughs> Actually, I probably shouldn't think about it at all because I'm pretty sure I could do it. Well, they haven't turned Niagara Falls off in a long time. Can you imagine that water bill? Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You got anything else on this uh, hella catastrophe? If this happens... If all that lava and all that ash and all that debris comes out at one time, it's going to infect the entire earth. And what's really messed up is the people that are living on the International Space Station would just see a a fog. They wouldn't see much at all of the earth. They'll be like, uh, I guess we can land in Antarctica. It's going to be like negative 250 degrees, but... I guess we could go there. Yeah, that's crazy. Can you imagine being up there and just seeing the whole fucking planet get fucked? Yeah, uh, the ISS spins around the world a bunch of times all the time. And then one day they they spin around and there's just this super crazy massive cloud coming out of the middle of the U.S. And they're like, oh shit, Houston, you didn't tell us we had a problem. But I think we do. Or you do. We don't. We don't. We're going to be all right. We got a couple more months up here. Houston, you have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Highly unlikely this is going to happen. And anybody who's listening right now, unless this gets syndicated to the, uh, man, my brain's a little addled. (laughs) Because you're scared. I'm scared. I'm a little scared. I've been thinking about it too much. The singularity. Mm. Are we syndicated to the singularity? I don't know. If we are syndicated to the singularity, get some Sally at the seashells in the seashore. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Glad you're on board. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I mean, it's it's really, really crazy because there's so many things. I mean, we're overdue for an extinction level event. We're overdue. Yeah, probably. We're definitely overdue for an ice age. So... Is it going to be Yellowstone? Is it going to be a fucking asteroid? Is it going to be the rapture? Is it, Who knows what it's going to be? But we're overdue. Something's coming. In our lifetime? I don't know. I know we're overdue. Are you going to be 79 years old and be like, Yeah, yeah, uh, I knew it was coming. It's, it's, taken, it's taken 50 years, but here we are. 50 years? How? <laughs> I'm too old for that, man. 50 years from now. Lord. All right. 89 then. Whoa. 79? No. No nine. 83 and a half. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now that we've carried you this far. Yeah. We should have put a little promo in there in the middle. I don't know if it's there. But go to weirdnesshq.com. Look at the latest post. There's a bunch of volcano stuff right there for you to check out. There's Michael's, so you can build your own volcano. There's 
the Volcano movie with Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Heche. She used to be married to Ellen DeGeneres, but we don't talk about her anymore. There's a bunch of other shows and movies about volcanoes. There's a bunch of other volcano kits. There's an underwater volcano kit. What? I didn't tell you that. I figured out a thing. But anyway, they're all there in that post on weirdnesshq.net or er, .com. It's it's a network. It's weirdnesshq.com. We're building it, baby. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, if you want some dope merch, myconspiracytees.com slash bring on a weird. Yeah, I mean, all the things. You guys hear me say it all the time. T-shirts, all that. Mugs, whatever. You want to have a volcano spewing out some bring on the weird? Yeah. Want some M&M's? <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, Apple Podcasts, look up Bring on the Weird, give us five stars, and, uh, huh, are you going to be able to withstand the lava? If you're west of Wyoming, you're going to be okay without the lava flow. Well, the lava flow is probably going to get to you, but the ash is not going to get to you so much for a while. But the world's definitely going to be in shambles. Everybody's going to be going to San Diego to go to the beaches for a little while because it's still going to be a little warmer there. Mm-hmm. But sun's going away. What are you going to do with all the ash drops? Apple Podcasts bring on the weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can even hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you know what? We're bring on the weird on all the things. Yep. That's it. And uh, with that, stay weird, world. And we'll see you guys next time.